dig and you might too what's up welcome to the things we dig podcast where we talk about pop culture and bullshit on today's episode am i confusing movies doesn't he doesn't the dad start dating his ex-girlfriend it's it's funny it's really cheesy and dumb but that's exactly how weird i would want it coming to yeah come on yeah Hello and welcome everybody back to another episode of the Things We Dig podcast. My name is Dave. It's Alex. What's up, listeners? It's the other and better Chris. My mom and your mom would disagree. It's Chris Fig. <laughs> Chris Fig, y'all. Zinger. Good to see you guys back. Come back this time, dude. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you guys back Uh, for the listeners out there. Steve, our fellow pod brother, was having technical difficulties tonight and unfortunately won't be joining us on this episode, but we will soldier on. If you listeners picked that up out there, Alex was serenading your ear holes with a beautiful song or an excerpt from a song by the man, the myth, the legend, one half of Tenacious D. Mr. Sir Jack Black. Hey, and uh, that's who this episode is going to be on this week. It was my choice. And I thought it'd be cool to take a deep dig into Jack Black. I know that uh, we've all enjoyed him throughout different periods of his career. Been around in Hollywood for a very long time as well. He has that longevity and he's, at the end of the day, he's a pretty much a showman. He's very talented. So I thought it'd be cool to open it up with a lightning round of our favorite Jack Black movies or projects. So I'll just kick it off with the classic iconic role he played in Orange County. I always thought that movie was so hilarious from the moment I saw it. And it's been years, honestly, since I revisited. And I know if I popped it in, I'd still laugh probably just as hard as the first time I saw him (laughs) in that movie. So I'll go ahead and throw that one out there. Classic movie. I really want to watch it again. But also my choice is Saving Silverman. Another supporting role that he stood out like a motherfucking beast. Him and Steve Zane. We're like the perfect duo or sidekicks to Mr. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. Thank you very much. Ooh, all good choices, but I'm going with the classic of classics, School of Rock. It's a banger. That is a classic. It is a banger. For myself, um, Alex did steal mine. Um, I mean, I, I know I can still pick it, but Saving Silverman definitely is my favorite Jack Black project. But uh, I'll give a nod to Steve before he uh, had technical difficulties. He brought up a movie that was, I'm not going to lie, was uh, kind of uh, lost in uh, a deep cut of my memory. But uh, Be Kind Rewind, man, dude, it was uh, kind of an indie film. It was uh, starring uh, Jack Black and Most Deaf, and they run this uh, local small town video rental store, and they accidentally erase you know, all of the the tapes and like movies and they recreate it. And I think there's something going on with like a larger corporation that wants to like tear down the video store. So them and the townspeople raise money to keep it open. And it was great, man. They even recreated Ghostbusters. So uh, I'm give a nod to you, Steve. But yeah, that was a, uh, one of my favorite movies, man, just him and most F dude. I didn't even, he's probably one of my favorite hip hop artists. They didn't know he could act, but him and Jack oh, Black, yeah. dude, had great chemistry, great movie. Um, I'm sure a lot of listeners maybe haven't heard of it because it's like I said, it's a pretty deep cut, but be kind, rewind, man. Check it out. Dude, that one. I'm so glad you threw it out there because that movie is hilarious. I love, I forget what movie it is. The Ghostbusters recreation, hilarious. And then they recreate another movie. If you guys remember, it's been so long, but the way they kill each other, like they'd shoot somebody. And instead of having like blood and brain spray out, it was like a pizza, like a full pizza behind their head. (laughs) Dude, um, that might've been most deaths. One of his kind of first acting gigs that I saw was like, Oh shit, dude. It's like, he's got, or hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy i believe well. that was i believe that was first yeah and but i, think, I don't uh, know we could look it up it might they might have been around the same time but i definitely know we saw him yeah. in sketches on Chappelle's show here mm-hmm. and there not being most deaf 
Yeah. And so that's that where I first I'm like kind of goofing around a little bit. Alex, your pick has one of my favorite Jack Black quotes. I've said it many times for my life. I probably won't do it justice, where it's just like, come on, yeah. Yeah, dude. No, exactly. Um, what? Can you do that again? Wait, wait, hold on. Please do that again. You have it recorded. I don't even know what you said. He went, Come at you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah. But he says it in like one big fucking slur of a word, mm-hmm. dude. No, I didn't do it justice. Uh, we we didn't do it justice, but I got you. Well, maybe we should just start off with kind of deep diving a little bit into our personal picks. So I guess I'll just let's circle back and we'll just start with uh, Orange County, dude. For me, uh, I have his IMDb pulled up here. I was to the beginning, but let's see. That maybe came out early 2000s, I would like to say, right? I want to say 2003, probably. Oh, super close, Fig. 2002. Right behind, right on the tail of another good Jack Black flick that we should bring up, Shallow How. 2001 his following movie following shallow how where he was the leading man was orange county and i remember being 2002 we were what freshmen in high school maybe chris you might have been like uh eighth grade so we were pretty young you know at that age where seeing jack black in this movie was fucking hilarious it was the first time for me seeing colin hanks who's tom hanks's son he looks very similar obviously just being his son but it's such a great movie just in general about colin hanks who is in high school and he's in orange county where it's just super generic to him with the surfing scene and kind of you know just how you would imagine it to be in at an upper scale school in orange county and he has dreams of becoming a writer and he wants to go to stanford or no what harvard right or was it Stanford? Uh, I can't Stanford. Remember. I believe it's Stanford. Yes, yeah, Stanford. Yeah. And so that's the whole premise of the movie is him trying to get in. The dean of uh, his uh, guidance counselor sends the wrong person's transcript and they deny him getting in. So he starts spiraling out of control, thinking he's never going to get out of Orange County. And they go into a hilarious plot of his brother, who's a drugged out, <laughs> crazy lunatic, taking him up to Stanford to get him into the school. And it's awesome. And when you're introduced to Jack Black, I love that. Like when all this chaos is happening, one of the best scenes ever dude is when he walks in and the Dean of admissions or somebody they know, one of his friends who could get him into Stanford, who's an alumni who will put in a good word is at the house. And his brother comes in asking for somebody to piss in a cup. And it's Jack Black, just looking fucking crazy (laughs) out of his mind, dude. And this is another one of those movies that's just like spill it off. Or something like, or it's yeah, like, he's a like older if somebody couple doesn't, or something. Yeah, and he's like, somebody doesn't pee in this cup. I'm going to jail. Or no, the lady goes to like grab it, like drink it, like a cup, and he's like, oh no, 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 drink that. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, sorry for that longed out explanation of Orange County, guys. But um yeah, so many countless just fucking great scenes in that movie with Jack Black. But do you guys mm. remember, did you watch this movie in theaters? I don't think I caught it in theaters. I think I caught it on DVD. I feel like it was, I, I believe it's an MTV movie, right? And I, I feel like it aired on MTV. Um, Like a- MTV had a stint of doing, I don't know if it was, I'm pretty sure it was in theaters, but it also was like aired on MTV. And that's how mm. I remember watching it. And yeah, exactly. Just kind of what you said, Jack Black, just it's weird because he kind of plays the same manic character a lot just like uh full of chaos but it it works and this was like one of the first times seeing that emotion and you're just like dude he's such a great physical actor like he just i remember he uh, colin hanks's character just takes like a plunge in the pool and jack black's like i'll save you and he does like a little like running (laughs) like a running jump and that's what I remember some gray sweatpants and just his big old hairy belly hanging out. Yeah. No, I love that. I, I remember seeing the poster at Cynodome 12 always going and I, maybe I didn't see the trailer, but the poster just, I never was, I never was into seeing it for some reason. Like it didn't spark my curiosity until like you said, it was on TV or something. And then you watched it and you're like, Holy shit, this movie it's hilarious. Like, I don't know if the trailer didn't do it justice or the poster didn't do it. I remember the poster had like an orange in his mouth. You know, if you put like an orange peel in your mouth and smile and it looks all weird, but 
Yeah, classic. I don't know any other Hanks, Colin Hanks movies that I could say off the top of my head. And this one was like great. I mean, the whole story all in all was it. it, it this is really a, an amazing movie. I think the cast is outstanding and it's hilarious. It hits all the marks. Hilarious, sad, funny. I mean, who's um? what's what's the actor uh, he played? He was on Third Rock from the Sun. He's his dude. dad in this. And uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yes. Is, he's John with Lithgow. the new girl. He's with the new girl and that kid. Wait, am I confusing movies? Doesn't he, doesn't the dad start dating his ex-girlfriend? Or is that a uh, whole different movie? No, I think the- it's just some hot young chick. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's, uh, what's her name? I forget her name too, but she's- Judd my- Apatow's wife. Yeah, she's um, in like- Oh, yeah. The- Dude, but she, and yeah, that that whole scenario is hilarious too. And they have a child together, and she's a young like club going partier. He has a lot of money, and then in that movie, in the end, he ends up getting back with uh, what's her name, Catherine O'Hare. Is that yeah, her name? So yeah, good. and she's Bob. the mother, <laughs> yeah, who's just like an alcoholic mess the whole movie. And Jack Black's character, though, man, I love one of the. One of my favorite parts of that movie is when he's freaking out to see if his letter has come back to him and it fits at the house and Jack Black answers the phone and it's like noon probably or something, dude. And he's just like, hey, uh, can you see if the mail's here or whatever? And he's just like, oh, no, he's like, and then he hangs up the phone on him and he's like, it's Sean. And he's like, yeah, hold on one second. And he's like, Sean, pick up the phone. He's like, sorry, man, he's not here. And he hangs up and he calls him back and he's like, just go and look at the mail. Tell me if it's there. And he starts walking. He's like, do I got to turn on your computer? And he's just like completely out of it, dude, and oblivious to everything. But such a great classic alt- like movie and just character. It's another one I need to go back and revisit, honestly. So many but... quotable moments in that movie, for sure. But moving on to Alex's pick, another classic film in the Rolodex mm-hmm. of Jack Black and his work, dude. <laughs> Saving Kung Silverman. Fu Panda. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Saving Silverman. When, when was the first time you remember seeing that movie, Al? Dude, it had to have been like HBO or on like the movie channels too. I didn't see this one in theater. It was on TV. And I mean, another classic movie. I mean, it got me into Neil Diamond. Steve Zane is in that. Jason Biggs is in that. Uh, so many, so many good people. What was Sarah? I mean, sorry, Sarah. What was the girls? She was a Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Sarah Silverman. Is that what it is? Oh, no, no, because yeah. it's Saving Silverman. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Sarah Silverman. But yeah, like, um, like, uh, like the other Chris was saying, man. So many quotable moments on that, and just such a classic thing where Steve Zane and Jack Black are are buddies with Jason Biggs, and are basically trying to save him from this just wreck of a relationship he's in with this chick who's just crazy (laughs) controlling yeah just and i mean it's just the whole the whole basis behind it and it i mean i almost have to go back and rewatch it again but so many classic moments that just were hilarious i don't know if it was the one where he's on the date and um they put the shocking things on his nipples so he's on the date with that other girl and it just starts like backfiring and like because he keeps talking about judith to this girl and crying and his fucking nipple things haywire and start like catching on fire but well one important thing to note about that movie is these dudes are a trio of best friends and like al said in the relationship they're trying to save him from ruining his life and marrying this lady but their idea they come up with is kidnapping her and holding her captive in their basement and then the trashing her car that's right. and making it look like she killed herself. <laughs> that's right, dude. I forgot. That's like the main point. So this whole movie, they're kind of stuck like in a conundrum of like being good and trying to do good for their friend, but also committing a terrible mm-hmm. crime where they're going to probably go to jail for the rest of their lives. Right. But dude, this movie, just for a little context, this one came out in 2001 as well. Jack Black was on a roll oh, around wow. this time. So Tenacious D, the television series, which was on HBO, was 97 to 2000. And then you get into some of these movies where Saving Silverman is first on that one in 2001. And I remember around that time, I think I did see this movie probably like early high school or like late middle school. 
And it showcased that talent of Jack Black. There's a hilarious scene where they do have a band where it's a uh, a cover band for Neil Diamond because they're obsessed with Neil Diamond in the film and they call themselves Diamonds in the Rough. And you kind of see Jack Black playing and singing. And that was like another kind of first introduction. I don't think I'd seen Tenacious D yet up to that point by no. 2001. Yeah. We were in seventh, seventh, sixth grade, I think, at the time. Watching Saving yeah. Silverman always makes me uh, want some Arby's, man. When she asks for <laughs> a big Montana, oh, like, that looks classic, so good. dude. Yeah, classic surprise. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as I said earlier, th- this is honestly one of my probably is my favorite Jack Black movie, man. Just because he's hilarious. Like, and as you guys were saying, him and Steve Zahn, just th- their chemistry, their banter back and forth, and it's like, how does two guys just play bumbling idiots so well with each other and you know just their relationship with their coach uh arlie ermy i believe his name is just uh he was a drill sergeant in a full metal jacket he just mm-hmm. plays the He's same a psychopath too. plays yeah. the same yeah, kind of real. person but just yeah hilarious especially that that kidnapping scene and he's like he's like over he's like you don't you don't have to do the walkie-talkie <laughs> and it does he's like oh, okay my bad he's he's like, over yeah, that was the last one sorry <laughs> over <laughs> dude that's a uh, another classic scene in that movie too is where Jack Black Judith is a uh, psychologist, a clinical psychologist too at that. And she's very kind of a mastermind of her own. She's already manipulated Darren, who is their friend played by Jason Biggs. And now she's in the garage trying to kind of reverse it on them. Cause like Fig said, they are two idiots. They're pretty dumb and they're just trying to do right by their friend. But uh, she convinces Jack Black or maybe he was gay the whole time, but she convinces his character <laughs> that he's gay. And within the movie, like there's a part where Steve Zahn is sitting there and Jack Black's just sitting eating. And it's when the coach is released from prison and he comes to the house because he needs a place to stay. And he's like ringing the doorbell and he goes up to Jack Black because it's right after that RB scene where she's like literally giving him <laughs> a handy down in the garage <laughs> or in the basement. And he has to go upstairs. Oh, so he's yeah. like, why aren't you answering the door? And he's like, I don't answer the doorbell when I'm eating. Sorry. And he's like, since when? And he's like, since always. And he's like, I never knew that. And he's like, well, I've always been gay. You never knew that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Damn good movie. But we should also note Jack Black and the coach do eventually <laughs> marry each other in the end. Everybody in the end they do. Is, is married Happy and ending. joined in holy matrimony on the stage with Neil Diamond. And it's... The movie's wrapped with that beautiful chef's kiss and a bow at the end. Classic film. But let's move it on over to uh, the other Chris. Why do you hold? uh, What did you say again, dude? Sorry. School of Rock, man. (laughs) Come on. Well, why why do you hold it in such high regards? And uh, when was the what's your first memory of it? Oh, first memory of it's probably when it came out right around then. I might have even seen it in theaters. I honestly couldn't tell you, but either right right around when it came out and it's just a great movie great feel good movie i liked it back then i watched it recently and enjoyed it and i feel like uh someday i could watch it with you know my future children or nieces or something and they will enjoy it it's just fucking great movie dude yeah i would say that one is like one of those movies where jack black as i mentioned is just this chaotic just physical actor but it's like a family movie at the same time too which is like the best of both worlds right you get the crazy jack black but you're like oh as you said chris i can watch this with some you know kids or you know nieces or nephews or just whoever and they will enjoy it too and i feel like this is kind of i mean jack black was obviously a you know a star at this point but i feel like this is one of those movies that were like oh he's one of the best like comedians and he just he's a star at this point yes it came out in 2003 yes i was gonna say that same thing and it really i think i listened to an interview and uh smartless i believe and jack black was on and they asked him you know what was one of his favorite movies he did and school of rock was his answer i think because he just said how how inspirational it was to people after that like he said how many people like how many young kids got into music and like playing instruments. And I mean, if you've noticed too, there are companies out there like 
called school of rock, you know, where you can go Mm -hmm. and kids can learn to play music and be in a band. And he just said out of all the most inspirational, influential movies, school of rock was probably, probably if we all were to name top movies, school of rock's always going to be in the top five. Oh yeah. Dude. And to to all your guys' points too. Oh, sorry, dude. Go ahead, man. Uh, Nothing. I was just going to say all the kid actors in that did great too. Like, I feel like they had, such good chemistry with him like you said he could just be his chaotic self like i feel like that was one of the movies where he was 100 percent uh 100 just jack black like the directors whoever were like dude do mm-hmm. your thing and it just came out on screen so well it's almost funny because the way the way these picks have gone have gone in a almost chronological order i mine was 2002 alex was 2001 but this one, like Al said, 2003, and to that point, it is almost a progression how Fig was saying too, and you too, Chris, how you can watch it with all ages. I almost feel like this movie was like his coming out party of that crossover for all audiences. Like before, it's like, you know, junior high school to high school and like young adult, I feel like all loved Jack Black. But uh, School of Rock was one you could go and enjoy with the whole family, like everybody could enjoy it. And that's what my family did. And at that point in 2003, we were at the age where you're like hanging out, just starting to go like to movies with the groups of girls and dudes and stuff. And I remember going with like all of our friends back in the day to Mm -hmm. see this one. And it's, it still holds up. It's such a classic film. There's like a, even a Broadway show, I believe was made off of this. And something that's really cool is Jack Black still stays in contact with a lot of these kids and i've seen like reunion shows like the 15 and however long it's been anniversaries where they come back together and they play the songs in the movie Mm -hmm. and they still jam and it's just really cool to see that they still have that love for each other and it looks like one of those movies that when they were making it obviously it shines through with the chemistry in the film itself but i'm sure that was so much fun being those kids working with jack black on that film dude it was probably a blast well random fact is i remember ned schneebly is in it and we were talking about white lotus and find out mike white he wrote this movie i just looked it up he was really he was the writer of of school of rock and and another degrees of separation right now on this uh sarah silverman is in this movie she's ned schneebly's girlfriend who Uh, saving silverman earlier i mean that's actually that's right yeah (laughs) six degrees of silverman (laughs) sarah silverman is it yeah that's so funny dude yeah it, it is pretty wild dude um always a classic film this the songs in that too just hold up even when it was like kids singing it and performing just a really good film man but let's go ahead and move it on down to mr figueroa oh yeah why I know you kind of got into it when we were in the lightning round, but um, do you remember going to theaters and seeing Be Kind Rewind and how? why do you hold it so high up on the list personally? Yeah, I actually do. I mean, this one came out a little bit later. This was uh, 2008 and just being a, a, a film buff myself and, you know, them, their, their characters in the movie, Jack Black and Most Def, they were just you know, movie buffs, they held this video store near and dear to their heart. It was part of their town. It was part of, you know, their culture and just seeing them recreate some of like these classic movies. And as I mentioned, they had great chemistry together. And just, again, it was one of those movies where like, like I said, it's such a deep cut. Even I slight, I I will admit, I slightly forgot about it until, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Steve brought it up and just, yeah, man. I mean, it's just really good. I feel like a unique movie i think it's somewhat of like an indie movie i know that's kind of weird to say with like jack black in it and most deaf but it kind of was i feel like it was one of those sort of uh like lower budgeted movies and yeah it was just a fantastic movie and i'm honestly gonna watch it (laughs) i'm gonna find it somewhere try to watch it because Mm -hmm. i haven't seen it probably in a good 10 years do you guys remember who the uh video store owner was too in that danny glover (laughs) I just remembered that. Oh, nice. I don't know if I've ever seen that one, so I'm definitely going to check it out very soon. Peep it out, my friend. Yeah, it's it's good. Another one that I was going to say before, you know, Alex, as I mentioned, said Saving Silverman. And then when Steve said it, but I feel like Shallow How, you know, is probably one of my favorites, too, because... To me, that was when I like knew who Jack Black was. Like all these other, I mean, we mentioned it, you know, I think last off 
we mentioned it last week, you know, when we were going to do this airborne and I was like, Oh, I, I, I didn't know, but I didn't know that. Yes. was Jack. I didn't know yeah. that was Jack black. And you, you kind of see him cable guy. You're like, Oh, that guy looks familiar. Yeah. But, but shallow how was like the first time seeing a movie where I was like, Oh, that's Jack black. And I feel like it, it, you know, besides school rock, I feel like this was also the one that kind of like pushed him towards stardom of being like, a, you know, a, a big name in like the, the movie industry. And it's a pretty unique take on a movie. I don't get it got kind of shunned for, you know, sort of fat shaming and Gwyneth Paltrow being in a, you know, in a fat suit. But I still I mean, it was a pretty heartwarming movie at the end. And just his full circle of being kind of a, you know, being shallow. That's who he was. But him and Jason Alexander, again, just a, another individual that they had great chemistry with each other. Great movie and just super funny too as well. And I just thought a great concept for a film. Yeah, I would agree. This was probably the first film that I would say, like, when's the first film you remember Jack Black, like really star again, it would be Shallow Hal. I remember watching this one when it came out for sure. It was hilarious. And I was actually thinking about this before the pod. Like you say, got backlash back then. Like, could you imagine them trying to make that movie now? <laughs> Would not happen. Oh, There's bro. No, no fucking no way. No. Especially like Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit. Oh, my God. Yeah. But dude. I love this movie. I thought the concept was hilarious. And like you said, the chemistry with the actors was great. Uh, fucking another one I need to go revisit. Mm-hmm. This Tim, one was what's around his name? 2001. Uh, Tim too. Robbins. Is his name Tim Robbins, the motivational speaker uh, who's in yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I when he puts so. his hand on his head, he's like, "Whoa, take your, take your, yeah. uh, get your uh, palm off me, banana fingers or whatever." Bana- banana <laughs> yeah. fingers, yeah, <laughs> dude. It was Silver Saving Silverman and then Shallow Hal, both in two thousand one, then two thousand two, Orange County. So he was kind of on a roll. Oh yeah, he's been on a roll, but uh, so I do a- have a few movies here just because his catalog is so big. I just feel like there's a few we should touch on. Minus the Tenacious D talk, because I feel like we should separate Tenacious D from a lot of the other stuff and a lot of his modern stuff. Like, yeah, we know Goosebumps. We know Jabanji, We know all this yada yada. But one of the first movies that is uh, on the list, that's another classic and another Ben Stiller collaboration, which they have a few projects they've worked on with each other would be the movie Envy which is another fucking classic film, dude, with the Vaporize invention. And uh, just the the title says it all from there. (laughs) And what was the last one? Flan? Flan in a fucking tube? Tube flan or something was like the thing they did together. It's such a silly concept for a movie man and stuff, but that's why it works. And when you put Ben Stiller and Jack Black together as well, like the confines of that film, it's just a recipe for hilarious like hilariousness another underrated one that that it's funny that you brought that up because i mean yeah super underrated it was like a dark comedy because it wasn't like slapstick comedy it was very kind of dark because ben stiller's just envious and going through that shit the whole time and across the street jack black has this fucking mansion it's the best because he gave him the opportunity. So it's like Ben Stiller's just being oh, a fucking yeah. bitter bitch in the end because he's like, and he still wanted to be homies. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I have this idea. And he thinks it's the dumbest idea. And then lo and behold, his friend pulls it off. Dude. And it's oh, like the, the best thing, invention yeah. of all time. <laughs> Doesn't he go bankrupt or people are freaking out because they're like, where's the poo going? It was this thing where you sprayed like hairspray on poo and it would disappear. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, well, where, where is it going? Did you, did we ever find out where it was going? I don't know. I was want to say it went to like space, but that was the ultimate thing where they were like, where the fuck is it going? I, know. I honestly can't remember. Dude, I don't think honest. you ever found out, um, but very underrated film and uh, dude, great performance totally. by Ben Stiller. And it still kind of goes in that chronological order. This movie was 2004. Next, we did have a little appearance in Anchorman where he was on the bridge and he kicked Baxter, which I feel like is always worth mentioning, dude. Such a small role, but having the right person, especially for that movie, was a perfect storm. I mean, Will Ferrell was still kind of on the rise and you had all that cast 
was they nailed that movie and knocked it out of the park where everything, every scene was hilarious. And then Jack Black up to this point had that clout now of these films that we've all mentioned. And so when we saw him at this day and age, 2004, we're like sophomores in fucking high school. And you see Jack Black pull up next to him on a motorcycle, dude, and get into it. It was just the cherry on top for that scene, dude. (laughs) So funny. Burrito is very feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, so yeah. just I love just our favorite actors, Jack Black, Ben Stiller. You you could name them that have beautiful cameos in movies for what thirty seconds. I mean, that, that must be the shit to be like a well known actor like that and just get an opportunity to have a, a quick cameo like that that is so iconic and you remember it. It's yeah. got to be the most fun, dude, for sure, no doubt. You want to get flown out, man, and drop like the funniest line in the movie, and that's all you got to do one day of shooting. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But moving on to the next project that I think is worth mentioning as well that we didn't pick would be coming out a few years down the road now, 2006, Nacho Libre. Very interesting film. Another classic one that you could quote all day with your friends. And, uh, Jack Black just wanting to be a luchador and uh, he's an orphan in Mexico who's raised in the Catholic church as kind of uh, just raised within the church. And so he's devoted his life to the church. It's kind of forbidden for him to pursue these dreams. And that's what this film is about. Visually great film, but uh, yeah, just kind of outside of the bounds once again for Jack Black. Like as we've kind of moved along with these movies, it almost seems like he's pushed himself a little bit in some of these roles outside of what we know him for. And I feel like Nacho Libre was just another one where he's a leading man and it's something that was kind of out of left field. And I fucking love that movie, man. I haven't watched it in years, but it was a. I felt like it was a very funny film. Dude, uh, you guys don't kill me for this one. Never seen it. You never seen Nacho Libre, okay? dude. Never seen Nacho Libre. It's it's one of those ones where I saw. It's because once, you believe in uh, science. It's it's <laughs> definitely you and Jen. I think would find it pretty funny, and it's different. Like it's it's, dude, it's, it's got a different tone to it. I don't know, man. I I, I do believe in science, so <laughs> that's good. <laughs> his sidekick, dude. man, is hilarious, Steven. dude. Yeah, his sidekick is like yeah. It's it's he's essentially like a homeless dude. Yeah. And he becomes his like tag team partner in the ring, dude. And then, yeah, it's good. You need to watch this shit, man. It's a funny film. Okay. All right. But Nacho Libre was on that list. And then after that would be Fig's pick. But following Be Kind Rewind, which comes out in 2008, would be a little movie called Tropic Thunder, which... We have to fucking bring up Tropic Thunder when it comes to Jack Black, man. And just man, that movie overall. I, Yet again, another movie you couldn't make nowadays. But. I would have picked this. I would have picked this movie as my pick, dude. Fuck, I didn't even think about it. That I love this movie. This is yeah. People say like, yo, what's an underrated comedy movie? I say Tropic Thunder, man. It's so dude, 100%, 100%. hilarious. I've watched it twice in the last year. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Jack Black's just a cokehead. Oh, when dude, I yeah. saw when I saw this movie in theaters, it took me like until a third of the way through the fucking film to realize that was Tom Cruise as that character. Oh, I shit, did really? not realize it was. Yeah, dude. It was a great. Was I wouldn't even call that a cameo. He was like a, an actual role in that, but he was very different than what he would normally do. Dude, not Jack Black's quote, but I say it all the time at work when people ask me to do shit that I don't want to do. I'll be like, I'm not your trail donkey. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, in this man. movie is one of you pull off blackface. Like I That's, don't think, yeah. I don't think you could ever tastefully do that again. Ever. Probably. I feel not. like <laughs> I feel like within the context of the film, it makes a lot of sense too, which makes it even funnier because he's like a method actor playing a oh, guy yeah. playing another guy, and he can't break it until after what she what she says in the thing after DVD commentary. Rick Lazarus. <laughs> then he breaks his character, dude. Yeah, him and uh, Toby Maguire. I think if you watch DVD commentary, he's Kurt Lazarus in the commentary. I think I've dude, heard that. Dude, I bet. It's fucking hilarious. I'm a dude <laughs> but that yeah. plays a dude. Whatever it's like. Playing another dude. Playing another dude. <laughs> I'm a dude. Playing a dude disguised as another dude. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> dude but yeah another film obviously that i'm sure i mean not i'm sure you just couldn't do it nowadays but it's it still holds up still is hilarious and especially for the context of the film and i love in that film how they opened it up with each actor and their trailers for their films to kind of give you a context of who they were and all of it was hilarious as a backdrop and that's how they just set it off and all those trailers were so well done they had the altar boy or just the the movie with uh Kurt Toby Lazarus, Maguire. who's proper de- Yeah, and Toby yeah. Maguire. He's <laughs> like, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. Or something like <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, dude. Bad. That movie, that movie is fucking awesome as and well. The fatties. It was like Jack Black was in the it was like fatties, and they're like like, it's like almost like a play a, on the clumps. Exactly, like a, the nutty professor type shit. They're like all fart jokes. <laughs> it was so dumb. <laughs> but yes, dude. Jack Black, he's been around for a very long time. Another one after that that I have to tack on, which might not be debatable for his best film, but one I feel like is worth mentioning would be Year One with Michael Cera. For given the time, 2009, both of them were at that point in their careers where I guess it made sense to pair them together. That's a funny movie too, man. But Jack Black, dude, he's still going strong. He's almost like pivoted a lot more in his older age into more family friendly material he's had kung fu panda running for a very long time now but he's also got the goosebumps films and uh you know jumanji as well the reboots i will say those two new jumanji films were way better than i thought they'd be and he kills it Mm -hmm. so kudos to especially when you think like especially when you think how classic the original was with the board game you're like don't touch it but this was a spin on how they did it where I'm like, I think oh, yeah. it was funny and completely different as well. Another. Guess... Oh, sorry. Oh, go, go, for go ahead. Al. Oh, I was changing topic. So. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, go for it. I don't got it. I sorry, my bad. Um, one thing I was going to bring up, if any of you guys seen the, the new Weird Al Yankovic movie with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Another um, another great cameo. And I and I was like, I knew. And there was a lot of cameos in that movie. It's it's funny. It's really cheesy and dumb, but that's exactly how Weird Al would want it. And Tenacious D uh, has a great cameo in there as well that that I remember. Yeah, guys. So those are a, a lot of great movies we touched on there. But we all know Jack Black for being a member of the band Tenacious D with his good friend Kyle Gass. I do remember back in the day, dude, looking at looking it up now on his IMDb, 97 through 2000, just six episodes. They're not very long, but that was my first introduction to Tenacious D. And I didn't see every episode, but if you guys haven't seen it, they're just loosely, they would uh, go and perform songs that we know them for on that first album, especially. And it was just little kind of short episodes on HBO. Were you guys ever familiar with those? Did you watch them back in the day? I know times were very different back in the late 90s as compared to today. It's a lot more easily and accessible to watch anything, mm-hmm. you know. Back then it was a lot harder to watch HBO, but were you familiar with these back in that time frame? No, I didn't even know this. I love Tenacious D. I had no idea the show existed until you texted us about it today. Yeah, same fucking huge influence from Tenacious D in music, but I was not privy to their stuff, and we'll have to go back and check, because if it's anything like what they've done in uh, The Pick of Destiny, it's funny. Funny! I was just reading that they did not continue the show with HBO because they were going to lose executive creative rights or whatnot, and that's what made them pivot and make the movie instead. Nice, okay. Yeah, pretty cool. Fuck HBO then, huh? Yeah, dude, like if you watch like 97, the first... Episode one, episode two, Search of Inspirado, Angel in Disguise, 99, greatest song in the world. So, you know, they have a few of the things that we know them for on that first album in some of these early episodes in the season or on HBO, which I think kind of guided them into going into that first album. But that's what I kind of want to get into next. I remember this first album, um, Alex's older brother, Scott, actually owned it. And we were freshmen at the time. We'd go to like soccer practice and there'd be people like singing the song, singing Fucker Gently and performing the sketches that were on the albums as well. You know, take two of the uh, the nuggets and shove them up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole scene, Talk- man. 
cock push-ups. Like there, it's just chock full yeah. of classic sketches, lines, and then the songs. It was almost something we hadn't seen really. I mean, I'm sure you can kind of trace it back, but it was the combination of parody and humor but with great musical talent and harmony as well. So all that package together, dude, is just beautiful. But I know I kind of just spoiled it with uh, Alex's brother giving us that album, but do you guys have a a memory of when you first were introduced to Tenacious D and kind of how you felt about hearing it? Um, I want to say it was the two of you bros heard it from him and were like, dude, you have to check out Jack Black's shit, Tenacious D. It's fucking hilarious, man. And and cock push-ups, dude, one's enough. That's all you need. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't recall what, what Dave was saying for sure, of course, but it was just, I mean, I think Fuck Her Gently was probably that one song that was so bad to sing, but it was so fucking good, man. And Tribute, I mean, they're just, the whole album, I probably know by heart. Dude, just like a month ago, me and a couple co-workers put on uh, Fuck Her Gently in the work truck and sang the shit out of it. And our one co-worker, who had no fucking clue what the song was, was like, what is going on right now? Hey, yeah. hey I got I to gotta come out with this uh, pod exclusive story. I do remember having this album and I think Alex burned it for me. And we're old enough to say, I think this was around the time where like burning CDs was just a few years like deep into that technology. So Alex got, got the hookup for me, burned me the fucking CD at his house, dude. And I took it home. My dad found it and he did not like what he heard. And I remember he called me into his office one day and he was like, what are you listening to? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, what's this album? And he puts it in. And the first song on that album is ding, 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 ding with the, the fucking acoustic and Jack Black. I love you, baby. Yeah. But all I can think about is kill boss, a sausage. Your butt cheeks is warm. And dude, I was trying not to laugh. And then, of course, he skips ahead, I think, to fuck her gently. And uh, yeah, he wasn't too happy for at the time. I guess the age, the day and age was a little different. You know, my dad's a little bit of a conservative guy. But old Rodney, man, is a big fan now. Yeah, it was very. But it was very it was very (laughs) hard. It was very hard to hold back, like just uncontrollable laughter the whole time. dude. He's like, I'm not mad, son. I'm just disappointed. How do you how <laughs> yeah. do you listen to that and not crack a little bit of a smile? Like, oh, come dude, on. exactly. Mm, dude, I know, really, I know. Uh... My he didn't break it or throw it away in front of me. I know that album's still somewhere. He's got it. He's got it still, dude. dude he's probably uploaded it, it now. in the morning on the way to work. Yeah, was, he's like, oh, this has been. Uh, but I listen to it every day. You're like, dad, that was like 18 years ago. It's like, oh, it's a it's a great song, son. You always have to fuck her gently, son. <laughs> the, the the first time I remember Tenacious D and again dating us, I was in a blockbuster and tribute. The music video was on, and it was again just a trip. A, a big old devil looked like the devil from the movie Legend, if you guys remember. And I was just like, "That's Jack Black." I'm like, "He sings," and like again, didn't know that. And then again, of course, you know, as Chris said, you two dudes, man, just always bumping it. And yeah, man, just a lot of good songs on that first album, or at least the album we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Trip definitely uh, cr- just self-titled. I think Tenacious D definitely credit the Barnes Boys with uh, introducing all of us. Then a little mm-hmm. bit. Scotty B. Scotty B brought it yes. to the fold, dude. Yeah, he definitely got got me into a lot of the music I love. I was really bummed is that they've always been a huge bucket list item to see live. And they were just here for New Year's Eve. I think they are here the 30th and the 31st. And they've done a they've done yeah. a few New Year's shows mm-hmm. here, dude, over the years. And I was pissed because it's like, like I should go. God damn it. But it's like New Year's in Vegas. I know. On dude. the strip. It's it was like, at the sorry. Virgin Hotel. And it's like, but man, there's they're not they're not getting younger but i still feel like there's still opportunity to see them live dude well i bet they put on like a crazy fucking good live show and it's dope mm -hmm. to see like jack black and and uh, kyle on social media and just out and about like they seem like they interact with the fans so well like they're never annoyed by people they'll do like the not on tiktok but they do like the duets or whatever with people like they seem to like genuinely love interacting with their fans especially ones that are also musicians and like that's really cool to see a celebrity like doing that like not letting the fame like go to his head he's still like he's a man of the people i feel like i agree very homey i remember um being in high school and we graduated 2006 for some of us the following year for one of us the other chris but 
their movie was rumored to be coming out on IMDb and uh, it did come out in 2006 and it was titled Tenacious D and the Pick of Dex- Destiny. Still a fucking hilarious, just goofy movie where they get to showcase those musical talents that we all love as Tenacious D. And even the soundtrack for that is still fucking hilarious. The, the track with the devil and when they challenge the devil and try to beat him in a musical contest for their souls mm-hmm. is one of my all time favorite songs honestly dude and just to sing along with them in that song is awesome but have you guys all seen pick of destiny i already know you all have but uh how did you feel when you saw this film how how about you al i feel like you were somebody who probably informed me about this movie when you first heard about it oh fuck yeah i think i weirdly enough is when you listen to the soundtrack of a movie before seeing the movie and i was expecting like just a tenacious d album so i listened to it and it's weird i mean if you all have done that where you kind of listen to a soundtrack to a movie before it's out so i listened to the album and it just was out of context a little bit still great but then when i finally went and saw it in theaters it just made it that much more better and i mean such a such a great cast um i think meatloaf was in it and uh Dio, Dio might have been. Yeah, dead, Dio. Was he in it? No, okay. he he was. Yeah, he was. And also, I want to say, um, homie from the Foo Fighters was in it. I mean, great, great musical collaborations, and the movie was pretty funny. D- d- never lived up to the level of their first album. That's just set the bar too high. But it was it was perfect. Yeah, I feel like I went to the movies to see this with you man and i honestly probably haven't seen it since but i remember it being pretty funny i i feel like it kind of had a a jane solid bob strikes back kind of vibe to it just just chaos again that's how jack yeah. black is especially with tenacious d but funny movie and yeah one i probably have to revisit again because it's been years yeah definitely a hilarious film man it's just them being them you know what i mean it's like one big long music video almost the whole thing fucking hilarious dude yeah, you kind of summed it up one big one. There's too many scenes to call, but there's one where somehow Jack Black takes mushrooms or some psychedelic and it goes on to this whole like world with uh, Bigfoot and Bigfoot takes him on this wild ride and they're like floating down this magical river and it's so beautiful. And then it cuts to the real life and it's just Jack Black's like body and like a raging river just like <laughs> crashing through. But in, in his mind, it's this beautiful, colorful world and just shows him almost drowning in this river. I don't know why that scene just pops in my head the most deactivated lasers with my dick yeah <laughs> dude that scene though back. is hilarious too man where you mm-hmm. just see him and it looks like he's just like dying in a river <laughs> it's like super dangerous <laughs> yeah. oh it's so bad such a great film man with tenacious d i know we were kind of mentioning it off pod too but they have one more album and was that album more seriously toned al do you uh, remember or is it or is no, it kind of it's, it's still funny because they did like the roadie it was like a, a, a song about the roadie and they actually had uh what's his name from uh danny mcbride danny mcbride thank you uh watch that music video if you had it it's hilarious because he's the roadie i want to think it was called kickapoo or wait no maybe i'm saying that wrong but it was uh it was still pretty hilarious a a, a spoof album a parody album i would say damn i need to listen to that shit i i slept on it i just never even realized it came out to be Mm -hmm. honest i would love for them to do like a serious album but at the same time no i mean these albums are serious like the music talent on this is next level well that's that's the thing is like that i think that's the recipe that makes it all work Mm -hmm. and i i did hear jack black he was like on Conan once or something. And he said, Sean Penn was at a tenacious D show. And Sean Penn is like, you know, serious about his craft and acting and stuff. I think he like takes himself all around just overall serious. And when it comes to like art and he asked Jack black, like he was at the show, he saw tenacious D and he was like, why do you guys do that? He's like, why don't you make real music or whatever, you know? And Jack black's like, you could take that as an insult, but it's like, cause that's not, that doesn't work. He's like, people want to want to hear me and Kyle, Mm -hmm. like doing serious songs. They like doing what we do and that's why it works, you know? And that's 100% right. And it doesn't make it in my opinion, any less of music or art because especially that first album is just so classic for all of those reasons you know for for the music and also for the comedy so it's just uh you can't nobody can do what tenacious d can do but i think if they tried to go against that then they're just gonna be 
like anybody else, you know? So. Well, he responded to Sean Penn and said, well, why don't you make real movies? And he was like, <laughs> Outside of I Am Sam, you ain't got shit, Spicconi. <laughs> you never go full retard. <laughs> it was in Milk. That was a pretty good movie, actually. Yeah, I never got around to seeing Milk. I heard it was really good, though. All right, guys. But I think, honestly, when it comes to Jack Black and his films, we touched on a lot of the classics. He's going to continue to keep doing his thing. And uh, I'm excited to see where that leads us with him. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of roles in the future that blow us away. So even at this point of his career, he's still full of surprises, which I love about him, dude. And uh, just his positivity and who he is as a person and his longevity in Hollywood. Like you were saying, Al, and uh, everybody else, it seems like he genuinely does care about the fans and, you know, just seems like a good guy. So we'll see what the future holds in store for him and also for Tenacious D. Dude, he's one of the very few people on Earth who I would literally watch him in anything. There'd be something I'm not even that interested in. Like, ah, like, what? Jack Black's in that? Like, I'll go check that out, man. Like, I I can't think of something I saw him in that I didn't at least enjoy his part. And I think a lot of that has to do, like, what we touched on multiple times. He just seems like a great guy. Seems like a fucking cool (laughs) dude that you'd (laughs) like to just shoot the shit with and have a beer with. And I will be supporting him in whatever he comes out with next. Well, he is. He is coming out. In Mario, which we've all spoke about, which he's going to, it seems like according to the trailers, he's going to be a good Bowser. But do you guys have anything that you would like to see Jack Black in or any projects that you've ever felt like you could see him being in? I would like to see him in something high budget and well written where he is like a, a villain, but not... Not even necessarily has to be like a serious drama. Like it could be like a comedy or like whatever, but just a live action film where he gets to play like a straight up villain. I think that would be dope. I can't think of a role where he's really done that before. No, besides Mario. I mean, I guess if you count yeah, that, and, him and being animated, Bowser. But I would like to see him do it live action. You know no, I agree. You, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say that I think he would play a great villain that could be serious and scary, but just with that Jack Black kind of, you know, like you guys were talking about Fig, I think you were saying, you know, just like chaos. Like he could he could really hone into that and kind of show his chops sort of sort of like jim carrey has really done yeah you know, his... jim carrey's dr robotnik like something in that vein i mm-hmm. think would be really fucking dope to see him and i think he could shine well i don't know why like i don't have anything in particular but i would love to see him just in a very serious like drastic like almost just crazy role you know where you could see the depth because I feel like he has that depth and range as an actor, but he kind of, for the most part, stays in his lane, which I don't blame him for doing. But when I say his lane, that's very multifaceted as well. But I think it'd be cool to like see him in some type of film or maybe even like some type of biography where he's portraying somebody in more of a serious role, you know, something like that. Almost like a Adam Sandler uncut gem situation. Yeah, dude, completely. That'd be pretty cool to see. But yeah, guys, great talk. On Jack Black, we all love him. I know you guys all out there love him as well. So Tenacious D, give us another album. Give us fuck. Give us another movie, dude. Fuck. Give us another HBO series. I'll take it all. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> man. I, I would. I would want to see that now. You know, or you know, we, I slept on the original series, so I have to go check that out myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just those six episodes. They go by really fast. You know HBO and how seasonal it is with their programming and shit too. So definitely peep that if you have it, guys. It's something that gets overlooked, I think, just with that time frame that it came out. But yeah, great talk on Tenacious D. And I think, Al, do you have a game prepared for us this week that we're going to roll into? That is correct. All right, gentlemen. Yes, we are jumping into the Jack Black movie quote game. You, you. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah. I'm going to give a little quick Coming to yeah! <laughs> Come on, yeah! <laughs> Maybe that'll be one of the quotes. We'll find out. But this is going to be pretty easy, but it'll be fun. Maybe it'll be challenging. So I'm going to give everybody about two movies, give you an opportunity to guess the quote yourself. Let the quote play out a little bit if you'd like. And then after that, I will <laughs> throw it out to the table. So guess the movie. If you want to guess the scene, go for it. Here we go. Dude, she's Vader. No, she's the Emperor. Yeah, but with really great tits. Okay, now. That is uh, Saving Silverman, man. Uh-huh. 
and the scene i just watched is like right before the pod yeah i i believe they they are it's just right after darren like leaves the band and they have this like latin dude singing like the part and they're like in their in their neil diamond suits and that's where the kind of like arguing about like why mm-hmm. she's so bad nice. which uh, amanda pete plays uh that character judith so well like you hate her i'm like mm-hmm. oh my goodness i hate her so much yeah she is a true bitch. oh yeah and uh well done good job i i didn't have it any particular order the minute i opened my screen and i saw this i was like fuck it's gonna be easy but all right nicely done we're jumping on to the other chris i ate some bugs I ate some grass. I used my hand to wipe my tears. Oh, man. Uh... I believe, to give you a hint, you may you may have said earlier that you have not watched oh, this movie. Not so libre. Ah, nice. Maybe I shouldn't have gave you yeah. that. Good job, bro. Pretty good hint, man. That's... Yeah. You need to watch it. You need to watch this, If it makes this, you man. feel better, I was gonna guess that because he seemed to have a slight Mexican-ish okay. accent. Yeah. But I do yes. appreciate the hint. I'm on the board, baby. <laughs> on the you, board. You and you remember Jen the scene? like no, this. Point. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go back and watch for the this. Scene. Yeah. Gotta find out. Gotta find out where it's streaming because this one's good, man. It's just visually good, too. Like, the film style behind it was well done. All right, round three. Dave, this one's for you. I'm ready. Remember way back when I said your mother was a cankerous whore? I'm sorry, man. I did not mean that. <laughs> so this is from Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. and it's where he's asked them to keep him tied up because he's going through withdrawal from heroin. And jelly beans. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they have him tied up, and he's, he's uh, trying to talk them out of letting him out so he can... Try to use, mm-hmm. just Skittles, man. He just eats the eats the bat. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is good. That is correct. Well done. Oh man, now you guys are gonna fly through this. All right, moving on to the second round for Mister Figueroa. Ooh, ooh. In the end of time, there was a man who knew the road, and the writing was written on the stone. Ooh, that one does not immediately come to me, but just based off of context, I'm going to guess a year one. Ooh. Oh, no, wow. I did dude. not think my man was going to throw that I one know. out there. Let's uh give you one more try, my friend. Oh, that's not correct. That you is guys... not correct. Your guys' no. response <laughs> made me seem made me oh, not like it was sorry. correct. Sorry. <laughs> um, You want a little more? Yeah, let's uh let's hear a little bit more. Okay. And then a thin layer of fog comes in around my ankles. Roadies, that means dry eyes. We're gonna talk. Okay, I'm gonna guess the the pick of destiny. Oh, wrong again, my uh, bro. I knew that's what the first one. Rock, I thought you baby. were. Yes. I thought you were gonna uh, guess that on the first guess, dude. School of Rock is some um, the correct answer. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. I, but I did play a scene that wasn't the most obvious until that last part. Big leans a little a little more Nicholson than Black. Mm, yeah, you like mm. year one, big year one fan. Clearly, well, disappointed. <laughs> All right, that is that. We're jumping to the other Chris. I am the Dragon Warrior. Ah, you. Oh, bro. Cable guy. Now that's a little bit of Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) What was it that gave it away the most with that one? Um, Dragon Warrior? Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, good. Well done. And also, dude, hardcore Kung Fu Panda fan. You know? One, two, three. Give them to me, baby. And, dude. There's a hilarious picture of uh, Angelina. Angelina Jolie is uh, one of the characters in that film, and she was pregnant at the time. And Jack Black has his stomach like pushed out, and it looks like he's pregnant. Like in mm-hmm. all the photos on the press, dude, with her. Yeah, but um, I've actually, I've never seen one Kung Fu Panda of you guys. Ooh, I've seen, yeah. I've seen the first one. Did you not just hear me say I'm a diehard fan? One, two, three, <laughs> give them to me, dude. They're actually. You've seen every single fucking Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, for dude. real. 
I mean, I love Damn. Kung Fu Panda. I've seen all the How to Train Your Dragons too, man. You know. Oh, those That's are good. Cool. Those are good too. I don't, I don't doubt that they're good or not, but I just never, I never Seems got around like to seeing them. Mm. <laughs> it looks a little Madagascar esque uh, and not, not Pixar. Ooh, you know, like I'm yeah. used to little Toy Stories up more up my lane. But I mean, it's it's a little, it's a little JBZ, dude. Jack Black. I know. I well, know. Keep, I, keep I'd give it a go. Jables. He's a panda that does kung fu, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a kung he's fu pretty panda much like stoner Jack kind Black of, is right? A panda. He's like, like just a, fat, slow yeah, panda. piece of shit, and then he becomes a kung fu master. <laughs> he's like the chosen one. Yeah. Kung fu panda four coming out soon. Well, it sounds like they totally bit uh, Beverly Hills Ninja to me. Mm, so Chris Farley was going to be that <laughs> role. I heard. Yeah, yeah. But all right, we're jumping to DB Dave. Dave thank you. I almost said you. All right, here we go. I am impressed. It's nice to see a girl order a real meal. I can't stand it when you guys order a glass of water and a crouton. It ruins the whole point of going out. <laughs> Classic film, Shallow How, man, for sure. And I think it's when they correct. first when they first go out together and she orders that and he's kind of calling her out for that. Mm-hmm. But um, it is it, it yep. is such a great film, man, for sure. I know how we were saying you probably can't get away with maybe making it nowadays, but... I do always love how when the the scene where his dad's like, what are you doing? You know, I get what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. And at this point, he still doesn't see. Yeah. He just sees what he's her for her inner beauty. Mm-hmm. So he's like, puts the dad in his place. But yeah, dude, shallow how classic. I film. mean, it's just like the argument that they might not make it today, but it, it it's one of those movies that has a great moral meaning to it. Like it starts out like the point he's shallow, but it mm-hmm. ends with like, inner beauty and love but i see how people and i mean like, we we all shit. know in the end he stayed with her for the money i mean come on <laughs> yeah, <I'm yeah>. just... <laughs> the internet wouldn't allow it dude. yeah they'd be that ends the round we're going to do free for all on this one so Ooh. just let the scene play out i guess and then um go for it bros cool this one's mine Is it Tropic Thunder? Jumanji. Both are incorrect. Oh, <laughs> Year one. Oh, fuck. Year one is correct. Damn, even Damn, a broken clock big. is right twice a day, Fig. You say year one for every answer, you can get one of them, man. <laughs> um, Dude, yeah. That one, when he did it, a, a big piece of me died on the inside because I was like, God damn it, he got it this time. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, year one. Yes, you to, it was. You have to keep guessing year one for all the rest of the answers. There's <laughs> a scene uh, him time. and Michael Sarah are trying to hunt, and he has a bow, an arrow, and it's just a stick. Yeah. No, no, no arrowhead, and he tries to shoot this giant friggin' yak or whatever, and <laughs> does not succeed in getting it correct. Nice job, Mr. Figueroa. I'll take those points. All right. And the last but not least, here we go. Hey. Hey. What's your name? Uh, Joe. John. What is it? Uh, Joe John. Orange County. Name's Joe John. Johnston. Johnston. <laughs> that is correct. Joe Johnston. <laughs> yes. It's Joe like, Johnston. It's like, yeah, it was an electrical fire. You know, sparks were flying out of the outlets. Looks like the goddamn 4th of July in there, man. I had to get out. Where's your pants, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Pockets and uh, it's like the Fourth of July, man. Why aren't you wearing your pants, Joe? I tripped <laughs> and uh, then I had to take them off to run faster out of the flames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Great job. His character. His yeah. character was so quick to sell that girl under yeah. throw her under the bus, dude. And he's, he's like, like, she said it was an electrical fire. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and he's like coughing and he runs away. He's like. We've got a sprinter. You know, she Portland. said, I hate, she said, I hate this place. I hate my job. I'm, I'm going to burn this mother down. It's like, ah. She said it was an electrical fire. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like so much smoke. And uh, that I got was a lot a, of inhalation. I just got to take a walk. <laughs> and speaking of cameos, who was the gentleman who was talking to right there? Was that Paul Rudd? <laughs> no. no. Close. Mr. Ben Stiller. It's Mr. Oh, ben Stiller. That'd be awesome if, his, voice, if it was Paul Rudd. That'd be great. And it's funny when he when he is like talking about his description when he leaves. He's like, "We got a we got a man five seven, no pants, yeah. portly, portly." <laughs> yeah, great job, uh, gentlemen. 
that wraps the Jack Black movie quote game. I'm going to say everybody's a winner here, especially that parrot. Good job. <laughs> the one time he doesn't fly. <laughs> yeah. And I believe that will do it for our beautiful Jack Black deep dig. Unfortunately, Steve would have been here and bummed out that he couldn't make it, but he was here in spirit. It was a great time, gentlemen. Dude, that was a good yeah. time. <laughs> Ricky Goo Goo. Always a good time talking about our main man, JB. Jables. Jables. Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Ricky Goo Goo. <laughs> like Al was saying, guys, great talk on uh, Jack Black. I'm sure, like every episode, we've probably overlooked a lot of other things, but these are things that were kind of near and dear to us and our picks. So until next week, I guess see you next time, guys. Peace out, friends. Come on, yeah! Later days. And always remember, guys, fuck her gently. <laughs>